0: Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution Podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey, friends, welcome to episode 254 of the Root Cause Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Audrey. If this is your first time listening, I'll just take a second to introduce myself. I am a root cause clinician, and I specialize in helping you to stop masking symptoms and start healing, whether it's from chronic illness, autoimmune disease, or whatever little symptoms just won't go away. I work with tons of people who have tried it all and still aren't at the level of health and wellness that they desire and deserve. So when we work together, we use a non-traditional approach that includes naturopathy, functional and integrative nutrition, functional wellness, and energy medicine. So I specialize in helping you start your own root cause revolution to rebalance your body so it can heal for good. So if you're done with band-aids and you're ready for a real solution, I am here to help. You're in the right place. Well, as you know, on Fridays, I like to do what we call the Ask Audrey episodes, and these are probably the most fun. So today we have two questions that we're going to get into, and really because they're kind of big questions, we're going to, uh, they take a little bit longer to answer, so that's why we're only doing two today. The first question is, can you help me with sleep solutions during the full moon cycle? It's now pretty much the only time I cannot stay asleep. Plus, I have super crazy, and they spelled it just like that, crazy <laughs> dreams, right? Now, this is kind of a multi-level answer. So we want to make sure that even on the full moon, we are still using our sleep hygiene. We're still... uh winding down before bed. We're still not using screens before bed. Our room is still dark. The lights are, or the uh, air is still turned down to a reasonable level. We needed to be colder at night. So between 68 and 70 is about the right temperature for your body. All of those things, right? And if it's not that, and we're sure it's not that, then it could be parasites, okay? Now, it's not always parasites. There's lots of energetic reasons. There's all kinds of reasons, but when we're on a healing journey, and I happen to know that this person is a member of the Root Cause Revolution membership, it likely means it's time to move on to the next step. So as we know, the first step in healing, no matter what you're healing from, literally no matter what, (laughs) physical or energetic, is to get your energy and drainage pathways moving. The next step is to start to detox those icky little parasites and people say well Audrey I don't have parasites (laughs) and I usually say okay that's fine but if you're not sleeping during the full moon cycle that's probably a parasite problem if you have large pores that's probably a parasite problem I could go on and on and on about the list of symptoms that parasites can cause Um, and they're not always as obvious as having worms in your bowels. Often people who say, I don't have any parasites are the first ones when they get to the parasite portion of their detox. I'll say, you know what, just humor me. Let's make sure and do this quick four week part of the protocol so that we can move on with confidence knowing that if there were any parasites, they are absolutely gone. It's almost always the people that I have to really convince to do that second phase and not skip it, who are sending me pictures during that phase of parasites that have come out of their nose, (laughs) that have been coughed up, that have come out of their bowel movements, right? All kinds of different little wormies, okay? Um, And so we can tell... Right, we as clinicians can tell by looking at your regular lab work, and certainly by looking at your functional lab work, if there's a high possibility of parasitic infection. But if you have pets, if you have pets that are indoors or outdoors, and you love on them, and they lick your face, or you know, a lot of people have indoor pets now. uh, These days is what I wanted to say. And so, if you have a pet that gets on the furniture, that sleeps in your bed, that you cuddle with, (laughs) then you got parasites, my friend, (laughs) right? (laughs) Especially if you've never detoxed them. Now, I recommend people detox parasites once or twice a year. You do a full moon protocol. And the reason why we do them on the full moon is because that's when parasites are most active, okay? Now, there's lots of different parasitic cleanses that you can use. I prefer one that is relatively gentle because we don't want to have uh, we don't want to have side effects. We don't want to, we can't paras, cleanse parasites for a month and be just kind of feeling like poop that whole time, right? Being fatigued and all of the things that come with it. So uh, one of the herbs, I guess you could call it one of the food based products I like to use has mimosa pudica seeds in it. And it not only helps to bind up those parasites, but it helps to bind up all of the toxins they release. So you can avoid those side effects. Um, so, If you're having trouble just during the full moon, it's definitely time to look at a parasite cleanse, either your first one ever or time to do a recurrent one. Now for crazy dreams, I'm going to give you a crazy answer. I'm going to tell you to stick some amethyst in your pillowcase if you have a little piece or under your bed uh, to help balance that, the energies of those crazy dreams. All right, next question. Sharon asks, How long do we eliminate the foods that you suggest to eliminate before we start to see changes? And then the second part of Sharon's question is, When do we start to reintroduce them? This is kind of a tricky question. So there's two answers. If you've done a food sensitivity test, which I love people to do, they can be cost prohibitive. They're a couple hundred dollars uh, and that's my price. So most of the other places that you go will charge you, you know, five or six hundred dollars for those. And I just charge you what I pay for those, right? Because I, I, they're expensive and I want everyone to have access to functional testing that wants it. So if you've had a food sensitivity test and we are eliminating foods that you already know you're sensitive to, we're going to eliminate those foods for about six weeks, right? And then we're going to slowly add them back very, very slowly, one at a time so that you can notice the symptoms that are associated with that. All right. And then we'll work from there to build a plan to either reintroduce those foods so they can be a healthy part of your diet. If you're allergic to something like an avocado, I shouldn't say allergic. If you're sensitive to something like an avocado, that is a healthy part of normal food. Um, then we'll work to reintroduce that. If it's something like dairy or, 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 wheat gluten, then we might work to reintroduce it, but not so that you can have it because it's not healthy for people to eat gluten or to have cows dairy, but so that if you're exposed to it, you have less of a reaction. And then we talk about what that looks like. Now, if you're doing a food elimination to see what you are sensitive to, then a lot of times people notice a difference in as little as three to five days. Um, I'll use my own daughter as an example. When we figured out she was allergic, again, sensitive, we use allergic a lot because if you're dining and you say, I'm sensitive to eggs, then they'll say, okay. And they won't make sure it's not in your food. Um, whereas if you say I'm allergic, then they're like, oh, my butt will be in a sling if I feed you eggs. And they're a little bit more cautious with that. She has a bad reaction if you have eggs. It makes her psoriasis flare up. And so she'll have psoriasis behind her ears and her scalp, uh, sometimes on her face or on her joints, different areas. So when we we had taken, way back when, we had taken gluten out and seen some improvement, but it came back. We took dairy out and saw some improvement, but it came back. And then the last thing we tried was eggs. And she went from having huge plaques to having no psoriasis, within about 48 hours. Um, So it's possible to see big, big changes like that. Now, it's also possible that you won't feel anything in three to five days. So I would say three to five days is the minimum. But generally, you want to keep them out of your diet for four to six weeks before adding them back in to see what your reaction is is okay and then you and reintroduce no more than one of those items back per week and see which symptoms come back which symptoms get worse etc All right. So that's all we have for Ask Audrey Friday. Please check out the resources in the show notes. You'll find links to anything that I talked about here or recommend. um, And we will see you back tomorrow. Tomorrow for episode 255, we are talking important questions so that you can advocate for your health. Particularly, we're talking about prescriptions. When the doctor says, here's your prescription, I'm going to give you three questions to ask every single time. As always, friends, I am rooting for you. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.